0: What are we going to play? <laughs> Hello,
1: everybody. Welcome to the Local Ear Shop Podcast. We're back again. Jonathan, how you doing, man?
2: I'm doing great, man.
1: Yeah, I have to uh, have to say this right away. Uh, Skyler uh, was supposed to be anywhere with us, but his uh, kid woke up sick this morning. So, um, yeah, so uh, Skyler, you know, he, he really wanted to be here and meet you guys. He's, he's a total gearhead. But, uh, you know, things like that come first. So uh, I'm sure he'll uh, follow up with me and uh, we'll get the word out. So uh, today we got... Uh, couple guys in here, Oklahoma Company with Kayser Guitars, we've got Jeremy Kayser and Ryan Johnson, how are you guys doing today?
3: Good man, how's you doing?
1: Oh man, I'm, I'm excited y'all are here, because uh, I honestly did not know there was an Oklahoma guitar manufacturer here, so uh, tell us a little bit about it, Where, when did you guys get started and how long have you guys been uh, trying to get the wheels turning?
3: So I think it was what, 2017, yeah. I decided, hey, I want to build a guitar, <laughs> And so I did. It was actually turned out pretty terrible. Uh, <laughs> I
1: got one over there that did the same.
3: And uh, so I decided, you know, i keep going. I had, I had fun doing it. I built a few. And uh, Ryan and I had, were in a band. We played in a band together there for a little bit. And as I was building these guitars, I'd always send them pictures of it. And There was one specifically. It was actually my first custom design. And uh, I was like, dude, you need to come over and play this guitar. Check it out. And uh, he came over. Picked it up, played it, and was like, did you really build this your garage? <laughs> I was like, yes. I built." It. He's like, you built it. I'm like, yes. And then we just kind of went from there. He wanted to figure out if I wanted to just make it a hobby or r- have a go at it. And- I mean,
0: I basically pressured him. I was like, dude, we're starting something. This is awesome. Like, You know, because I'm a big guitar guy. I, love, I have a ton of guitars. I'm always going to guitar stores trying whatever I can. And I, I could tell instantly that, he knew what he was doing, which blew my mind. So and, okay,
1: where's the background come in for woodworking? Is that what you did previously or just like a hobby?
3: Um, really none. Oh wow. I just just dove in, huh? Yeah. I I mean that's typically how I do it. I have an idea and I just do it. And if it's terrible I just won't do it again. <laughs> you know, so but I love guitars and I've always loved guitars and I I always thought it would be the coolest thing to be playing a guitar that you built, not one that you bought from a yes, store. I, and that uh, was kind of what my driving factor was.
0: But uh, but you know he built, you know he works on airplanes, so he's he's a genius engineer There's anyway. No slaps. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's
3: what
1: I'm. I'm, I'm on electrical background. It's it's when you start talking that tech talk, you can really lose people pretty quick sometimes. So yeah. that's one reason I really wanted Skylar in here. He can explain things in a way that you know even a kid could understand it, even right. if it's something like a complicated amp or whatever. So I mean, as far as you guys. Playing the band, you partnered up, had this idea. So, what's uh, your background, or like, how what do you work on towards
0: this? So, I'm a graphic designer, um, and 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 also just like I've been playing guitar forever, and so it was just kind of a, I, I mostly work on the designs, things like that, uh, the logo, the all the things that, <laughs> you know, the branding, that type of thing. So he's the real genius here, but that's why I talked him into naming it Caser Guitars, you know, so. I didn't
3: want that name. <laughs> well, I I have to apologize to you, too, because I spelled it
1: wrong when Ron told us about it because I, I looked it up immediately on Instagram or one of them, and the first one that came up was a Kaiser Guitars. Right. Okay, it's just one letter different with an I in there. And so I put that on the board, and I was like, and I found it, and I'm like, oh, that's not what he was talking about. <laughs> Shout out to Kaiser Guitars. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it started in 2017, and I mean... Um, you guys have kind of a roster behind you. Uh, I recognize you said the guys with Co Wetzel, uh, take your guitars and man, I, I know that guy. I've actually, uh, been exposed to his, his, uh, catalog. So that's pretty cool, man. Who else, who else do you have?
3: See, Ron Ramsey. Yeah, obviously, right, yeah. um, Jared Flushi. He plays for Giovanni and the hard guns. Uh, they just came through
1: or they're coming through soon. Aren't yeah. They? Yeah. Okay. So, um, <clears throat>
3: And I actually hooked up with him whenever he was playing in Co-Wetzel. And that's how I got to know him. And so we've been in communication ever since then. But uh, uh, Matt Jackson of Post-Profit out in Tyler, Texas. Or Longview, Texas, I'm sorry. Um, Who else?
0: Uh, Fight the Fade.
3: Oh, yeah, Fight the Fade. That's the newest one. Um, Brian Conway. We just added him. Cool.
0: Um, Which he sent us the coolest picture the other day. Yeah. Because he's playing this custom we built him, and he's got dreadlocks and a George Strait shirt. I saw that picture. Yeah. I was like, did you
1: put that on, on the Facebook page? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I
0: just want to know him, because that's just, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I love it.
1: So, okay, uh, what was your first, uh, okay, just like, as a guitar player, were you a Les Paul guy, Strat guy? Well, I mean, people have their preferences, obviously. So, what was your initial, I want to build this guitar?
3: Um... The one that really got me started was PRS. Like, I wanted to mock the PRS that I owned at the time, um, and that's what I did, and it didn't turn out right, but...
1: A lot of CNC stuff there, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, I did it all by hand, and I actually had very few tools, um, and then I just kind of grew everything from there, but PRS really was... That was my go-to when I, I guess, first started. That's who I really liked, but... We've really just gravitated towards doing our own thing so cool man well i noticed that
1: one you brought has i mean it's got that les paul cut but it does not feel like a les paul
3: so that guitar actually (laughs) i designed that guitar for shiloh powers the original design had a different um carve on it because whenever we talked he said he always rubbed his forearm Um, really bad playing his Les Paul and so I tried to design something to minimize that and then he said he loved Telly and he loved Les Paul and so I was like all right, well, let me see what I can come up with and that's what we came up with
1: so I mean the woods really pretty Uh, what's the body, is it a maple top?
3: it's black limba on the back and then that's quilted maple on the top man that's beautiful
1: and then the neck's got that stained it Purple, purple and it's curly maple.
0: Yeah, that's one thing. I mean, we don't use cheap woods on anything. That's
1: something I was uh, I was curious when we, when you sent me that message about wood and and I, I, my brother-in-law's in the middle of building a home right now and he's literally watched wood go up 200%, 300% for yeah. certain woods. I'm like, what kind of luck did you have with that as far as these more exotic woods?
3: The biggest thing right now is availability because people stopped working so it's a lot harder to find the better woods and on a, a lot of them have actually gone up in price the quilted maples are really hard to find right now they're really good ones i don't i like stuff that's highly figured cuz that's what you know i'm a custom builder so i want the right. nicest things and to find that stuff at a decent price is really really hard to do so i really scour the internet i'm on the internet all the time trying to find good deals on on Really nice wood. Sometimes you kind of have to bite the bullet and spend a, a lot, but
1: yeah. But man, I mean, a good looking piece of wood can make it... I mean, it, it, oh yeah, it catches someone's eye hanging on a wall somewhere, and that's all it takes, you know. Yeah. But um, I like that guitar a lot. That's that's it's different, and especially for uh, if I'm playing something that's basically just a JCM 800 cranked all the way up. It's kind of nice just to not have to worry about a tone and all that. Just all the way up or. <laughs> Not so much. Just the one volume.
3: That's actually the first guitar we've ever done that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, I, I just decided to go minimal with it.
1: What are some of y'all's uh, uh, models? you have a standard model or you just all full custom when someone comes in and says, I want to do this, this, and this?
3: Um, We actually, so that right there is a Phantom Pro. Um, the Phantom Pro is with the dual humbuckers. Um, we actually, we've only done one, the standard Phantom model, but it'll have single coils. Uh and then we have the Skyhawk and the Skyhawk Supreme which the Skyhawk Supreme is a large semi-hollow very boutique-ish style guitar which we actually brought and can show you okay, yeah. um, and then we have the regular Skyhawk which is a smaller condensed version of that um,
0: we, we kind of come from different areas I mean he's much more modern and uh, a lot of the crazy woods I'm more into the retro stuff and Um, And I think that's usually... I think that's what's made us kind of unique because we kind of blend the two all the time. Um, And we have a mix of both anyways, so...
1: Yeah. Well, and that... I mean, ultimately, that bridge of that gap is going to be between that vintage and that modern. And that's one thing that comes up on this show all the time with musicians is that digital versus analog. Right. And it's like the same thing. It's, it's, It's in everything. And especially through COVID, it's like... Uh, Fender put out a, you know, record sales. All these people are stuck at home, want to learn the guitar. And I've also seen the b- boutique market blow up with amps and guitars. And yep. it, it, it can kind of like feel like a punch to the gut sometimes. Cause you're out here, I'm trying to, you know, do my own little repairs and whatnot. And there's just so much out there, but you know, once everything kind of starts to go back to normal, like we're seeing, I'm sure you never know what's going to happen. Um, there's there's some definitely there's definitely some amazing companies out there, and
0: uh, sometimes you just got to go look for them because the big boys bury them. You know? Yeah. Well, I think part of it too is um, as someone who's played guitar since you know early '90s, uh, I'm so old. Uh, hey man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I remember back then if you didn't have an American Fender or an American Gibson, you, your guitar was trash. That's yep. the, how everybody's mindset was, and so that's what I bought at the time thinking I had to you know Um, nowadays guitars are just good all around you can't find very many pieces of junk guitars you know and so I think that's why a lot of people that are really into guitars though are going boutique because they're realizing I want something different and now I don't have to be stuck in those confines of I have to have a Strat or a Les Paul you know because now some of these boutique cars are guitars not cars Um, some of these you know boutique guitars are way better than anything any of those factories are putting out, you know, and, and yet those are still really good. So it just shows you the quality is just insane now. Yeah. So,
1: well, and it's, it's kind of like it feeds itself, you know, the quality goes up then the people demand it yeah. and then the, they have to supply it, you know, and it keeps going up and up and up, but it's, it's still those traditional brands that they're, they're just, yeah, I, it's most of it's just cause they're so big. And I know Gibson a couple years ago went through and kind of, Either bought or sued the competition, (laughs) right? (laughs) Is that something I don't think y'all would have to deal with that? I've seen some of y'all's models, and they just don't seem like they would crisscross any. No,
3: that's one thing we actually look through. We scour the internet. Mm -hmm.
1: So as far as like um, maybe more exotic uh, guitars, like uh, say the Firebird, like that's one of my favorite guitars. Is like, um, you guys draw any inspiration off of those like asymmetrical ones? I mean oh, yeah. obviously this one yeah but uh, as far as just that the wings you know what I mean the the, the firebird style yeah
0: well you did you we did a custom uh, who was that for the the blue one the Thunderbolt
3: oh yeah that was a uh, they wanted a Gibson Explorer and we don't do copies so right. I was like all right well let's see what we can come up with that's similar but not exact and so yeah so sometimes people will come to us and be like hey we want this telly or strap, or whatever the case may be we don't do exact copies we will modify and make it our own so that it's apparent that, that we built it um, but but yeah I mean there are a lot of things I mean nowadays I feel like in the custom market doing your own own thing where your guitars don't look like anybody's it kind of teeters on probably strange. Um, so everything draws inspiration from other models, but.
0: That's the thing. There's so many companies out there that build custom guitars that are just copies, you know. And as a as a, I like, Telecaster was always my main guitar for a long time. And if I'm going to buy a Telecaster, I'd still rather just get a Telecaster, you know. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, but if I want something new and different, I want something new and different. You know, I don't want to tell you that is not a fender, but it looks different. You know, I want like a whole new thing. And so I think for us uh, having all these new models and new designs and, you know, we build our own pickups and we're trying, you know, new things with that and trying to get new sounds. And I think that's, what's exciting, you know, to a, a musician is something new to get those creative juices flowing. That's why, guitarists have so many guitars you know they all inspire you and that's also why i don't think it's a problem to have so many guitar companies and uh why i don't see those big companies as competition because yeah i've got a pile of uh you know fenders and and gibsons and things like that but now i've bought those i want other things you know i want something new and different to inspire me right
1: well and it's like when you go to buy a telecaster i'm looking for that telly sound exactly and so yeah if you want to Create, some people just like to try the newest cutting-edge thing there is, regardless, you yeah. know. And it, that goes back to the whole who prefers the analog, digital. Right. You know, you get a guy that loves digital, likely he's going to be playing the newest thing. And a guy like me, I, I like the vintage. But I still like, I don't know, I just love guitars. Yeah. And, and amps, too. And you start messing with them, and those, you know, the littlest change can cause the biggest change in tone, you know, once, you, once you're dialed into listening for tone. But it's, you know, that's just a whole nother conversation. that's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a black hole. But, well, how did uh, COVID affect y'all's... Oh, God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> how did COVID affect y'all's business? Um, what did y'all see as far as the, the kickback on stuff like that?
3: Actually, I would... For us, COVID actually worked out pretty well. Um, since I'm military, uh, day job... Um, and actually where I'm stationed, which is actually not on a base, they basically shut the whole place down, so I was at home a lot, and being an aircraft mechanic without an airplane to work on, wow. there's not a whole lot to do, so I got to spend a lot of days just honing in on my craft, because even at that point, we were pretty comfortable what we're doing, but everyone gets better, you know, even still, so I was able to, we actually built, man, that year, was it, 2019, 2020, we built quite a few, um, which, um, We've actually just been sending them around instead of selling them, just sending them to people to play, you know, to let them know, hey, they don't just look cool on the computer, you know. They actually play well. They sound well. Um, and so that's actually helped us out a lot. But as far as sales go, uh, it, I, it, it didn't really change. We almost always have one or two custom orders going all the time. Um, and then we try to build – I try to build some that we want to build and sell them but I I would say it actually helped more than it hurt mm. just cuz we were I was
0: able to spend a lot more time building. Yeah. The only the only downside was we were planning on going on to, you know, some guitar conventions and things like that and those all of course.
2: So if you're then, uh yeah. if you're military um and you're I'm guessing Air Force? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was I was a Air Force sergeant. I was at Air Aircrew Flight Equipment. Uh so what do you uh, what do you do whenever there's like deployments and everything like that?
3: Um in my job now I actually don't deploy. I'm okay, actually nice. I'm a flying mechanic. So whenever the aircraft uh we they go overseas, that we fly with them, but I'm actually the superintendent, I guess you want to call it of maintenance. And we only have 6 people, and so typically I just let the other guys take the trips and then when they need me I go, but so I don't actually travel a lot.
2: Oh okay. Uh, that that's cool. All
3: right. So but are you uh, career?
1: You about to retire? Or? I've got 5 more years. Ooh, baby five and done. That's awesome, man. <laughs> how long does it take to, um, you get a custom order. How long does it take from start to finish as far as construction?
3: Typically somebody calls or emails me and they, we figure out what they want sometimes. And a lot of times they come, they don't know what they want. So we start talking and I, I would usually give it a week or two of, of just back and forth communication for what they want. And then as soon as the deposit comes in and they're ready. And I just start ordering, and I would probably say from start to finish, three months.
1: I mean, that's not bad. if you're. And getting... I can actually
3: do it faster, but I don't rush anything. Um, and actually, after the guitar itself is built and it's done, I still wait a month before I give it to them, because I've learned over time, and all these guitars we built, the necks keep mm-hmm. moving and all that, and I want to give it to them with a perfect setup to where it's ready to go out the out yep. the case, so about three months sometimes four it just depends on how busy i get with other things because i have a day job and actually everything's picking back up so i actually have to go back to work every day on mostly eight hour days so
1: yeah man uh, as far as like um where, where do y'all like blend as far as getting the, this product out i mean you do the, the main construction and woodworking and stuff like that and, and like where you come in
0: on, on top of that the big thing lately for me has been uh the photos um I've got a, a friend, we, he's working with us now, Neil, who, uh, me and him, we, we do all the photography and, um, you know, and it's also a matter of, you know, like I said, during that, that time we need to really test them out. And so, you know, both me and Neil are guitarists and we just really test them out and, you know, uh, annoy Jeremy with, Hey, you need to fix this little thing or, you know, um, but that's, what's really helped in the long run too, though, is just, um, the nitpicky stuff you know because if you're gonna sell a high-end nice guitar like that that you that's what you got to figure out and um you know even you know sending it to touring musicians has helped because stuff like the extreme heat of texas yeah uh you know there was we've learned a lot from what happens to their guitars when they're in 114 degrees and then go in a you know air-conditioned tent or something whatever you know uh and so, you know, like, for instance, we do, what, two, two uh, carbon fiber rods and all the necks yep. and things like that. I mean, we do a lot. To, add, like, how do you yeah.
1: mitigate something like yeah. that, you
0: know? Carbon
3: fiber rods and dual action truss rod, it, yeah. it helps tremendously yeah. with wow. neck movement. Is it in this one?
0: Yep. Yeah. That's
1: awesome,
0: man. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not necessary. Not everyone does that. Um, but, you know at least we know now that if someone's taking it in the ex- most extreme type of weather you can deal with th- they'll be fine you know and that's
1: this neck is beautiful
3: We'll take pictures of this put it on the on the page it's God roasted dang, maple man. roasted yeah. curly maple master grade it's oh. one of my that's actually one of my favorites to work with now
1: you have a standard fret wire you use or uh
3: just whatever they want. Jumbo. jumbo. I always just put jumbo on everything. That
1: strat was the first one I've ever had that had the narrow tall and um, at first I was I didn't really know how to feel about that because it, it is it's kind of rougher on your fingers it's obvious right away but it's also a lot harder to play slide <coughs> without mm. getting the clinking on it you know but I don't really play str- slide a lot on my strat so I just sort of went with it now you know after a few years I love it, like, it it's yeah. instantly recognizable when I pick that strat up versus other strats.
0: So you also get i find i get used to anything so i am not as picky as a lot of people i mean you all my i have i play a rickenbacker a lot I, then i switch to a you know a gibson sg and a telly those are all completely different and then you know go into the, uh, playing these casers a lot now um you know they're they're uh, what 25 and a half scale? 20,
3: uh most of them are 25 inch scales
0: yeah oh 25 inch that's right which is kind of in between fender and gibson yeah like
3: a stratton
1: yeah
0: um and i've i've gotten to where i kind of like that feel better i guess maybe it's all the years of switching through all the different styles of guitars but
1: you all prefer the six in line headstock on your models or do you have yeah. it both
3: ways we used to have it three by three uh, but i found that building the the 6 in line is just a lot easier, a lot less time consuming, and honestly it works for it works better. Yeah, for the boutique, the modern, the you know, the rock looking guitars cuz the the 3x3 three three that we used, it was more of a metal rocking style headstock yeah. so
0: I mean at the end of the day though, the 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 3x3 three three with the Gibson style just everyone knows they don't stay in tune as well yeah. as you know, uh, either Inline six, or you know, maybe something like PRS does where it's flatter, and I mean, so th- that's that's definitely been a big consideration. Is we want things to stay in tune well, and so we've got that's why we use the locking uh tuners, and um, that's why we use good hardware, and that's why we did the you know inline six for everything, just because like you said, it looks good on everything and it it functions much better. So if someone wants something else, that's fine, but uh, that's the standard for a reason, you yeah. know.
1: Oh, I would agree, and and especially with uh, the my Firebird and Les Pauls are bad about it too. That big arch back, yeah, you just risk breaking them
0: things so easily. Oh yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. They're they're so much sturdier. I mean, uh, a guitar like that, I'm. I I'm the type that I'll set it on the you know on the fireplace and kick it over on accident or whatever. And to me, that's as a musician as someone creative. I want that. I want it to be able to take a beating, a couple marks on it, yeah, tell stories. Exactly, yeah. So
1: well, you got to make it better than yeah, I was sleeping next to it and kicked it over. Well, you never tell the truth. Yeah, of course not. yeah. Yeah so <laughs> Never let a good, good tragedy i was anyway.
0: playing and ozzy osbourne <laughs> showed up
1: it was crazy put, put the head off of him, man. yeah right <laughs> <in> half, <man. laughs> well how is it today like um starting a business with everything the ease of access i guess i guess looking at it from the outside in it is that way but versus like your traditional business values like with things like Instagram, instant connectivity versus the traditional,
0: uh, you know, startup yeah. and, and this, that, and the other. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I, I think anyone, anyone today knows social media is, a, it's, I mean, it's a pain. Even if you love it, it's a pain. It has downsides. Yeah. Um, it's helpful in, in terms of you can get stuff out there easier. I mean, but you have to stay on it because. That's, it gets
1: buried so quick. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Very, very quick. I try to post pretty regularly um, just because. You know, like you said, it buries really, really fast, um, and half the time people's like, "Oh man, I didn't even see that." Yeah, Maybe I just posted it. You know, yeah. there's
0: a reason so. why it's a full time job at a lot of companies. I oh, mean, for sure. So, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think uh, the most important thing for us is get, getting people to play it because word of mouth is always in this type of industry is going to be best because you know it's like we talked about with in the '90s people saying that you had to have an American Gibson or an American Fender. Okay, well. Nowadays, when you talk to people, it's, that's not true. Yeah. And if I hear from someone, oh, you got to try this case or guitar out, it's smooth, you know, then I'm excited to play it, you know, and mentally you go in thinking it's better just because someone else likes it, you know. Um, The nice thing though is I think we're, we're at the quality now where if you pick up, you know say like a sir or something and then you pick up ours you'll be like yeah these are amazing guitars you're not going to question it
1: oh it know? felt very felt very good i i think i prefer uh that one over that one yeah it's just because uh how a little just, different style i was just going into how i liked asymmetrical guitars and how they sit and that one's just to me for me is just uh i prefer that les paul traditional kind of feel but uh, the neck on that doesn't feel anything like a Les Paul. I mean,
0: well, part of this too is, you know, that is actually kind of an old guitar now. Um, we, the ones, you know, that this, the whole conversation about him honing his craft is 100% true because while the guitars we were making before were great, oh, they were great. I mean, I definitely thought they were better than, you know, the Fenders and Gibsons I had and stuff like that. But now, like this one you're talking about over here, that's kind of a Gibson style it has the feel of like a high-end sir or a Mm high-end you know custom prs like it's it's significantly better um and we're only i'm still nitpicking with him like uh i had some ideas the other day and he's just like (laughs) i don't know i could tell you were like really i thought i was doing good i'm like well you are but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep pushing you man well
1: are you guys you're are you looking to get into some brick and mortar stores, the traditional pathway, or is is most of your business still on you know online and and that sort of direction?
3: Basically, right now online, but we do want to do that. I mean, we plan on going to some local places and trying to get in there. Just and it, it to me, even if it doesn't sell, it's fine as long as people can take it off the wall and play yeah. it. That's yeah. what's most important to me is just putting our guitars in people's hands, um, and you know that's really been. The way things have been helping us progress is just sending guitars to people um i've we've given away quite a few guitars you know to people um and just them talking about it and then we're, our hopes is putting them in a store somebody picks it up and plays it and they're like even if they can't afford it they tell their buddy dude there was this yeah. new guitar i saw at the guitar store called Kaiser, man you need to go check that thing out you know that's it's kind of the plan kind of the hopes yeah. but you know and I get it, you know these guitars are not cheap. They're, you know, so it's kind of a gamble to pay that amount of money for of a guitar company you've never heard of. So word of mouth and actually playing it's going to be the. It's
1: kind of like um, can
3: do.
1: Uh, being a mechanic. It's like you start out with your, you know, your whatever craftsman or whatever, and then you you by the time you realize, oh yeah, this this is I need quality tools to yeah. do quality work. It's by the time then you're ready to spend that money. Yeah, and It's like it's. Same with guitar players, you know, but uh, I would say to definitely consider it because that is a that guitar is awesome. Um, I know we got two shops here in town we got uh, Norman Music Center and, and yep. Gillum's, but uh, other than Guitar Center, but I mean, they're they just mainly put the, the big names out there, right? But I don't know, some you never know, you just never know. But that's awesome. I, I love that, uh, I love that this is an Oklahoma company. I mean, every time you think guitars, you think Nashville or Michigan. You know, you don't yeah. think you know, Oklahoma. I love it. <clears throat> Where can people get a hold of y'all to to, make, to put in orders or uh, I don't know, just
0: to be exposed to y'all?
3: Uh, we actually have a website, caserguitars.com. Um, it's constantly being updated. Um, Facebook.
0: Facebook's probably the best because yeah. I mean, the nice thing is, and we, we want to keep this up. If you reach out to us. Jeremy's gonna to talk to you. you, yeah. know. It's you, you talking will, to Jeremy Kaser, who builds Kaser guitars, will talk to you and work you through the process. Which, you know, uh, one thing, the reason I, I wanted to, that I talked him into using his name on the guitars and why I wanted to keep that type of a- atmosphere going, uh, you know, when I looked into guitars like uh, Rick Turner guitars, if you email Rick Turner guitars, Rick Turner will reply. And you're just like, ooh, I don't know, it's fun as a, you know, yeah. as a gearhead. And, well, yeah, it is,
1: and it's also cool, to, you know, if, I, if you're going
0: to spend that kind of exactly. money, it's nice to have
1: that connection, Yeah,
0: you know, and... Uh, well, you know, and if, you know, we haven't really had any major problems or anything, but if someone's been like, hey, you know, I want this tweaked or whatever, he's, you know, met him and fixed it or whatever, you know, and it's, so it's a, it's a relationship you're building after that, and uh i think that's much better you know that's what we that's why we don't yeah we want to get in those stores but we don't want to lose that you know we want to stay small to where um you know you're you're coming to a friend to get a custom guitar and we're going to help you out it's not going to be uh you know here's your here's your store-bought guitar sorry if you have any problems you know that's
1: so that's kind of how i felt towards with my amps and repair stuff i'm like i'm just right up the road here in oklahoma yeah you know it kind of keeps your customer base more more hardcore yeah yeah <laughs> well you guys got any what as far as future plans what the future holds for you i mean you guys looking to dig into more um, pedals amps or are you guys just going to stay on the path here with uh with guitars
3: i mean i guess i mean the goal would be to get into everything really but i mean for now just keep building guitars i mean we have plans to start doing bases
0: sometime soon um yeah bases will will definitely happen yeah. we we've worked we've worked on some prototypes and designs and things but um you know i think it'll be a matter of uh do we have the passion for it and once we start doing it do we have the skill you know the thing is with the guitars like jeremy's got it down and you know basses are there's not much difference there you know so um i you know down the road uh, we did we you know we were talking to a guy that made acoustic guitars for a while seeing if maybe it'd be something we'd want to get in with him i don't know but but it's it's a matter of feeling out what we want to do what we're passionate about because you know, I think that's where a lot of these companies, even the big ones, lose it is it becomes about making money and not passion, and their product suffers because of it. So uh, as long as we're in love with it and passionate, then yeah. And you are winding your
1: own pickups already, yeah. right? Yeah. What do you, Is there a brand name behind that or just Kazer? Kaiser Pickups. Kazer Pickups. Yeah. Cool, man. We actually
3: do have plans soon, and actually I just haven't been announcing it, but if people want just pickups – I will wind them pickups and send them to them. I actually a few people. I've sent them uh, pickups just to try out stuff. So hopefully that'll go somewhere and, and I can be doing pickups and guitars. You know, I'd love to do that. I actually, I've actually really, really enjoy winding pickups. It was a little rough at first learning, but now I, I have it down and I I really enjoy it. It's a really fun pastime. It's been a
1: while since I've had, since I've done one, but uh, it's cool that, you just you count your whinings you do all this different stuff and it can affect it yes yeah. Wow. yeah that's fascinating stuff well i mean man.
0: and you know as a guitar manufacturer i feel like you have to get into that because that is what makes them sound more unique you know people talk about tone woods and all this stuff but so yeah sorry to break it to you dude. yeah you know the physics just don't add up not They're... for an
1: electric no no no
3: you can have the tone wood debate for days
1: yeah yeah
0: but you can be right and you can be wrong too <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, there are little tiny things that I think I could understand arguments like maybe I hear a lot of people say like oh uh, you know fender necks because they're you know they're they're maple and they're finished they have a little more snap oh, maybe I could see that again scale but, length I think scale length
1: makes it, more exactly a that's, it uh, does yeah.
0: that's what I think too yeah scale length um, and pickups I mean you're that's the two things I mean the, it's a it's a it's a sine wave it's an electrical the wood yeah. Picking that up. You could build you know? it out of cardboard, and it would sound yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: now, on acoustics, that's that role, is It's different. Yes. You know, yeah. Now it makes a massive difference. Hell, last week, we had an acoustic concert in my living room. Elizabeth Turner, shout out. Loved you. Um, but uh, Chad was in with that Martin, or... Yeah, it was a Martin. Mm-hmm. And it just... My little piece of crap, item is you could barely hear it in the living room. He hits one chord; it just filled the whole right. house up. I'm like, that is beautiful, man. But it's also, you know, two thousand dollar mark guitar. So <laughs> you better you better be able to do that with it. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. But oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, as far as uh, I'm trying to think, anything else to wrap up
3: with uh, contact information, ordering information? Yeah just just find us on Facebook. It's the best thing. Yeah. Just send a message, man. I'll talk. I I really enjoy talking to people. You know, just even if it's just just to talk about guitars or talk about our stuff, even if you have no intention to buy, it, I enjoy it. You know, and I, we're um
2: we're actually currently um I just uh built the group, but I'm I'm about to add all the artists that come through our podcast. Okay. Uh, that um it's called the Artist Network, and basically whenever uh if if I add you guys and your page to it then you'll be able to do posts to this group and as long as you're not spamming obviously but if you're like hey this is what we're doing right now you know that that puts you right in front of artists so then they'll be able to see that you guys make guitars and they'll make that connection and then they'll call you or you know that's awesome. so that's kind of what we're trying to do we're trying to build a community of artists that are local and right. um yeah so that's the goal
1: cool shout out to keen mcbroom for the 25 donation man love your brother he's from back home a friend of mine but it's I'd say that's our first donation ever. Our first one, it? yeah. nice. All right, so you get the you get the uh, trophy for that one. But uh, all right, man. Um, like I said, uh, like I said, Skyler couldn't be with us today, but uh, I'm going to talk all kinds of mad shit about how he missed out on playing free guitars. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Kaiser, Ryan Johnson with Kaiser Guitars out of Yukon, Oklahoma. Thank you guys so much for being in here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having, having us. Too. All right, gonna wrap
2: up. All right, uh, the local earshot podcast runs on the value for value system that is time, talent, and treasure. We value your time for listening. As for talent, if you're inside the music industry or you're a music artist or uh, even comics or other people inside the industry, uh, then you can hit me up at john at localearshot.com. Um, and as for treasure, uh, we take donations at the local earshot uh, slash donate. Uh, we take crypto, and we also take Cash App and Venmo. Um, and I'm also working on uh, different uh, methods to actually make that easier. Uh, and then um, we uh, are offering executive producership to the person the person you said, Keen uh, Keen yeah. McBroom. Yeah, and so uh, so his name will go on this episode as an executive producer, and he can use that anywhere. So he can put it on a resume and say that he actually. Uh, help produce this episode um and and we'll we'll make sure that that's listed um places so they can he actually can show it uh to people and everything so all right well thank you for listening
1: all right we love y'all we'll see y'all next time around